Hey everyone, welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It's me, Yolanda Yvette, public speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. Today I have on the show the founder and CEO of Conversations Entertainment Group, which is the corporate headquarters for Deborah Franklin Publishing and Church Girl CEO. She has over 20 years in the entertainment and education industry. Not only does she have the knowledge, she has the expertise to assist you to catapult your career to the next level. Deborah is the author of Adjectives, 21 Days, 21 Minutes of Prayer and Meditation, Hashtag 5, which is 30 Days of Motivation and Inspiration, and the prayer of J-Bass in the marketplace. This girl is bad. Let me tell you something about this lady with these books, okay? She is also the host of Conversations with Deborah Franklin, and also she is a media coach. Deborah has been working as a media coach for several years with clients who are authors, speakers, and entertainers. So let's welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks, Deborah A. Franklin. Well, hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love it. I love your energy already. I love it already. See, that's why you're the entertainment industry. You know what I'm saying? Now you're about to educate us. See what I'm saying? See how that all worked out? I see what you did there. We just try to keep it going. Look, just try to do what I do. And you do it so well. You do it so well. So tell me a little bit. Of, I gave the intro about you, but give me a little bit more about yourself. Let them know. Okay, so basically, I'm I'm just that girl. I'm that girl that can just, just try to get along with everybody. Um, I'm just I'm basic. I mean, you know, like <laughs> you are far from basic. Say, you know, everybody be like, well, you so you you act, but I said I'm not extra. I'm not extra. Um, now, am I down to earth with some bougie tendencies? Yeah, <laughs> I'll admit that. I will admit I am down to earth with bougie tendencies. Hello. I can't help it. I have no problem. Some things, you just have to be okay with being the stuck-up cousin. And it's okay, <laughs> y'all. It's okay. And, you know, I just go with that. And my goal in life actually is to help women in ministry to develop their stories into multiple streams of income so my goal is to help you to stop whispering and start yelling because so many times we have sat on the sidelines we have been the cheerleader we have been the one that's be like yeah 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 you got this yeah 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 go 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 but we forget about ourselves and that our story matters and that our story has a purpose in the world. So that is one of my goals. That is who I am. Because I tell everybody, I am America's number one purpose and destiny igniter. Because when you work with me, I plan to ignite what's in you to catch on fire so you can go on and burn whatever you're trying to do. Because you have got to step into your greatness and start walking in your power. Come on now. We just started. We can't have the collection play offering right now. We just started. Okay, the praise team ain't even warmed up yet. They ain't even started to come up with the first song. Because that's, that's a word right there. That is a word. That is a word. Because I was just talking to someone about how a doctor needs a doctor. And motivational speakers, coaches, whatever, they need someone else as well they need someone to give them motivation and it's kind of hard when you're in that light because everyone thinks oh 
I'm gonna speak personally. Oh, she has it all together. She has it together. She and meanwhile, I'm like, you no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. They don't know what goes on inside your body. You know what I'm saying? And when you are a cheerleader for everyone, because I'm I'm cheerleader pom poms for everybody. You better do it, girl. All right, man. You you know, I I'm that person. Um, because I want to see everyone succeed. You know, it's hard when you really don't have those people in your life that's cheerleading you on. Um, now it could be because you know you're not sharing your own dreams and goals, but people tell you don't share everything. But then also you get burnt out and you have no motivation because you don't have that person saying you can do it, you can do it, keep on, girl, that's good. So what do you do when um, you just have yourself? Because I'm pretty sure there's people out here who only have themselves to motivate them, and it gets hard to motivate yourself. Uh, Donna Laura said it well. Speak over yourself. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Stop playing. You can't wait for um, you can't work wait for anybody to affirm you. You have to learn how to affirm yourself. And a lot of times you're not getting affirmed because you have not learned how to affirm yourself. Because I tell you straight up, it was a long time before I could say this and say this with a straight face, black footed, and mean it. Because I did suffer from verbal abuse, which led to low self-esteem, which mm -hmm. led to me not thinking that I was good enough, me not thinking that I was cute enough, me not thinking that I was anything enough. But one day, and I'm getting ready to say it, and I'm going to say it the way I felt it, and that's so how, and trust me, that's how God used that situation. You know, I walked by that mirror, and I put it in my book, so don't even trap, don't even trip when you hear it. <laughs> I walked by the mirror, and I literally looked at the mirror, and I said, damn, you look good. And sometimes you need to have that moment with yourself. Because when you can say that to yourself, then somebody else is going to say it because you start to carry yourself different. You start to act different. Mm -hmm. You start to walk different, talk different. When you start to believe that you are, like, you know, like some people are saying, like, you the bomb.com, you got to know that you are that and that you are a boss lady and that you are, the, you are, but like, but hey, you are a church girl CEO. Regardless if you are a poop pew member, you are a church girl CEO. Whether you are the CEO of your own business, the CEO of your of your household, the CEO of your family. Heck, you the CEO mama, the CEO teacher, the Come CEO uh, business, business executive. Whatever you are, the chief executive officer of, that is who you are. And that's what we have to start start um, believing. And when we believe that, then we tend to, then we will operate in that. Right, because my thing is, a lot of people, when they change, you know, they be like, oh, you acting different or whatever. And I tell people all the time, that's okay, act different, because that means you're growing. And there's nothing wrong with growth. Growth is a change, and keep on growing. And sometimes that's how those dead people, you know, the leaves or whatever, they got to fall away from your life. They're not, you know, you elevating yourself. So it's okay to be the one and be like, oh, you acting different. Of course, because now you want better for your life. You don't want to be stagnant. Most definitely. And that's why you have four seasons. Come on now. For all means, you got to fall away. You got to fall away. Winter, you need to be getting yourself together because by then, everything is dead. Everything is in hibernation. Mm -hmm. You have got to know what season you are in. If you are in your summer, everything going good, everything hunky-dory, then be good, good with that. But stop self-sabotaging yourself when you start to be happy. Because a lot of times, 
we've stayed in fall and winter for so long, we don't know how to operate in spring and summer. Come on. Because all we know is being down. All we know is being depressed. All we know is people hating on us. All we know is somebody uh, not supporting us. All we know is somebody not affirming us. So then when we, God does open that door and we start getting people to affirm us and we start getting these doors open, we operating in fear because we still wondering like, oh my God, when is it going, when is it going to stop? And should I be happy? Should I, should I start, you know, should I stay in my shell? Should I not go out? Should I not sit, t- tell somebody I want to go on a date? Should I not? Because you know, right now I ain't sure. But guess what? Life is too short to operate in the what ifs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do it. And if you mess it up, guess what? You got tomorrow. Exactly. Got the next day, you can still make up for whatever you messed up. Just get up and do it. Just get up and do it. Mm-hmm. And stop making excuses for what you're not doing. Because, and that's the thing, when somebody is, is in that season, like you said, they, people get stuck in that in that fall, winter season that they don't understand, sometimes they don't know how to recognize when something good is happening because that's all they see, you know? So even if they have, that goes back to that low self-esteem because they can say, oh, you're pretty or you're beautiful or, and they're just like, oh, okay. And they never think so. So they're going to keep themselves in that, in that mindset because it's a mindset shift that has to happen. Most that has to happen. Even, like, even when, with your business, it has to happen with your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible do say that, yeah. Because it do say by the renewing of your mind. Come on, man. That the old should stay old and the new is new. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times we miss our blessings because we don't accept or like the package that the blessing is coming in. Woo! Because, Ooh. you know, a lot of times we think, oh, he going to be, okay, whatever you like, whatever turns you on, whatever floats your boat. But then your package may not come like that. Your package may not be your purpose. <laughs> yeah, Shondo, you about to make you about to make me go into my whole thing. Hey, let me let me write that down. <laughs> you got, look that right there, that right there. That's a tweet, honey. That's a tweet. You better tweet. You better post. You better do something. That right there. Now, yeah, that. Because you know, we know because people, I, I have these conversations with people and they get stuck in, oh, he needs to be 6'5", they need to be built this way, they need to, and I'm like, well, you know what, Johnny over there who's 6, you know, who's 5'8", may be the best thing for you, but he gets no play, don't get looked at because you have something set up in your mind that they have to be this certain way. And when did that, when did somebody being 6'5", make them a good man? Uh, never. All right. As long as we know this. You know what I'm saying? Never. Like, come on. that Just that height. And I do get everybody has their preferences. You know, because yeah. certain things, you know, I get that. But you can't shut everybody off just because they don't mark the physical aspects of all, the checklist of your physical aspects. Because you're going to miss out on something. You're going to miss out on a whole lot. Because sometimes, not sometimes, because at some point, you have got to start recognizing somebody's character. Mm. And everybody that you meet is not going to be meat mild and humble. Some some of us, and I, and I hate to say it, say this, some of us type A women or leader women, we don't know how to handle. A, we need no no no. We need a man that's like a feeder. Oh. We need somebody that's going to take charge because, and usually that's not the man that finds us. We usually find a timid man when you are a leading woman. And I'm not knocking anything down. I'm not knocking anybody. But it's like, I know for me, I need somebody that can say, double stop, you're doing too much. Right. And you be and be okay with it. I can't have, you know what? And let me take relationships out of it. I'm talking friendships, period. I'm talking relationships, period. 
you cannot surround yourself with yes people. You sure can. Because you cannot have everybody, your cheerleader in your corner because somebody's got to give you a reality check. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have somebody that can help you walk in your reality, now I'm not talking about, I'm talking about they can give you constructive criticism. Right. I'm not talking about somebody that's going to criticize every little that's thing. That's just a hater. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Because there is a difference. There mm -hmm. is a difference. You cannot, you have to, and you also got to learn when to cut those haters off. Come haters on, discernment. They're there for a reason. They're uh -huh. there to motivate you, not right. to not to make you go into your shell. Anytime somebody tell me what I can't do, oh baby, I'm gonna figure that joint out. Anytime somebody cut me off for something stupid and that don't make sense because you judging me by something that you think and not what you know, oh, mm. I'm gonna make it happen. Some kind of way it's gonna happen and you will see it because your biggest, okay, you are, I'm sorry. Your biggest defense is your success. Woo! Baby, that right there. Mm -hmm. That right there. Yo, that right there. I, mm, I don't even have nothing to say right there. Cause that right there, that hit home. That hit, that hit a special place right there. Because that's just like when people get, <laughs> when relationships and end, the female like to go to the gym or whatever, you know, lose a little weight. So next time they run into the person, they gonna be like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, so whatever their success look like to them, that's that's the greatest revenge right there is is your success you know what you're gonna love me jiggling and wiggling because i ain't gonna do none of all that other jiggling stuff. to wiggling you're gonna have to love all this voluptuousness absolutely <laughs> i love it the thing is you have got to change you not because somebody broke up with you but because you want you to. want to and then you should change you while you were in that relationship yeah because that means something was wrong with you then if you think your biggest revenge after you get out of something is to change the way you look, now I get it. Now I get it. Because I know most of us, we're going we to switch up on some hairdos. But trust and believe, <laughs> I don't push them up while I was there. You know, right. I'm going to cut some hair in a heartbeat. And a lot of people, that is their thing. Oh, I'm going to cut it all off. That's your, But that's your thing. Uh -huh. But don't change, change, but still make that change because you want to. And it that makes you feel good about you. Don't start changing you to, quote unquote, get revenge on that next person mm -hmm. change you to make you better not for anybody else but for you and when you do right. that then you can, again you can walk in your purpose and on your way to your dis destiny when you work on you from the inside out because it's not going to do anything but repeat the same another cycle That's the it. same cycle until you realize i need to fix me for mm -hmm. me and not fix me for them most definitely yeah, all that. So tell me about Church Girl CEO. Y'all, that's my new baby. Oh my God. Church Girl CEO. I created this as a safe place for women in ministry that are business that are in business that are business owners. Because so many times, okay, let me bag all the way up to the name. Church girl, you when you normally growing up, depending on what your age group is. Church to be called a church girl, you were almost insulted because that meant you couldn't do nothing, you couldn't go nowhere, you couldn't socialize. So if somebody called you a church girl, you felt some kind of way. Uh-huh. That would be me. But when I started to think about it, I wanted to take something that was usually a negative stigma and turn around to be the positive. Because as a church girl, I started to think and when I was young. I took everything. I could receive everything. I knew God was there with me. And sometimes you have to go back to the way you thought as a child in order for you to move forward as an adult. 
because as a child you couldn't tell me what I could not do because I'm gonna try anything you want you didn't have any fear and the church means that I'm I am involved in what I'm doing I am really involved in ministry not just not just name only yes I tell everybody I don't lead with yes I am an ordained minister but I don't lead with that. I'm just Deborah because at the end of the day, God's going to use me in who I am. And that title is usually what turns people off. Right. Now, moving on to what Church Girl CEO represents, it represents women in ministry who just want to be able to come around other women in ministry and be able to just let their hair down in a safe place and not feel bad for asking for help. Mm. Not feeling bad that they that that they're vulnerable in this area. Not feeling bad that they got their business and technically their business ain't got but five dollars and they trying to figure out how to make five thousand. They, you know, it's just a place for you to be real. And then on that, we de- I've developed I do trainings in Church Girl CEO. I've come on, I talk about, because I am a media coach, so I go on and I talk about, you know, different things in media. But the good thing about this, because we have so many CEOs in the group, we have Tip Tuesday. So let me just go ahead and tell you about the days. We got Motivational Monday. So you're going to get your motivation, get your little something on Monday. Uh Then on Tuesdays, we have Tip Tuesday, which means it's open up to everybody who's doing their own business to come on and give tips about what they're doing like we've had somebody come in and talk about investing we've had somebody come in and talk about how to take a, a proper headshot because a lot of us in business trying to use a selfie at your headshot wrong. but that's a whole nother issue so and then we had somebody we had a mompreneur that's in there she came in and she talked about how to have a successful business and being an entrepreneur and a mom and still doing it because a lot of times people do want to have their businesses but they don't know how to mix them up so that's on tip tuesday and then on wednesday is work with me wednesday so on wednesdays you get to post whatever you're doing like if you got a show coming up you have an event coming up you got a product you got a service whatever that is you get to post and talk about that on wednesday and then on thursday it's just Thursdays we really don't have a thing because honestly that's the day I do my show so I expect you to tune in to conversations with Deborah Franklin. I'm just saying <laughs> and then on Friday we've launched something new. We've launched where we can have feature business Friday. Mm. So the businesses get to sign up and every other week we're going to feature a different business and that business will get an opportunity to get um to have an interview plus get uh, I think it's about five minutes to talk about your service via my platform which means they get streamed into different areas but guys let me give you a tip about this do podcasts and do video and audio podcasts about your business because then you have something to share as testimonials and or to share on different platforms about what you're doing so if somebody calls and says, "Hey, I want your business to be featured on the show, but can you tell me a little something?" Now you got a, now you got some tape. Now you got yeah. quote unquote what we call evidence of what you're doing, and you can post that on your website. You can post it in your uh, in your emails. You can do a lot, and that gives you validity because they're looking like, "Oh my God, you was on somebody's show because you got tape." But you know that's what we're doing. So that's what Church Girl CEO is in a nutshell. Uh, ma'am, that was a big nutshell. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know if that was a walnut, but I know it wasn't no pistachio. That was. <laughs> we rock, we rocking and rolling, honey. We rocking and rolling. We here. We are here for our for uh, our women in ministry because it's time for us to be real leaders. Okay, yeah, because I know a lot of women minister, people in ministry or ministry workers that are female who have their own businesses, you know, on the side, and they do get looked at a little differently because, first of all, people think just because you're a minister, that's all you have, that's it, end all, be all, your job is the Lord. <laughs> but they have, you and know, I got they, scripture for that too. You know, I got scripture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the Bible says, "Come on, your gift." We'll make room for you and bring you before great men. But you know I had to change that. It brings you before great men and women. So and when we'll. you have a gift, you charge what you charge because you are worth it. And that's and, and and you know what? And then you if you got to in Jesus' name. It's it's, it's five thousand dollars in Jesus' name. Amen. If that helps you better to pay what I to pay what I'm worth, then I have no problem with going there. <laughs> Because we got it's time out for us to start, to be sitting around and thinking just because I'm involved in the church, just because I'm a minister, just because I serve on the usher board, just because I serve in the parking lot ministry, that I'm supposed to give you a hookup every time. Stop it. I'm so tired because of the hood hookups. You're not going to Nordstrom talk about can you hook me up? Well, some people do. But at the end of the day, you ain't going to Nordstrom talk about can I get a hookup? You ain't going to give it to you. How about that? And you still going to buy the product though? And daddy. And Norpsham's ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah. It ain't, it's not cheap. So do you only work with um, those affiliated with church? No, I don't. That is my, honest, okay, so when I say women in ministry, that is my target audience. Mm -hmm. But if you have somebody that wants to work with me that's secular, that's non-religious, I, I don't have a problem with working with anybody. But I just let everybody know that's usually who my audience is. And that lets you know up front, don't be offended when I say, okay, it's time for us to pray about what we're doing. Hello. You know, it's time for us to talk. You probably need to go talk to the Lord or whoever you think blesses you. Because right now you're a little, you're a little off. But I will tell you that. But, um, you know, that's, but I am open that I work with everybody because I have been asked to work with a group of men for one of my projects, for a project in 2024. And I was like, y'all, and I know any brothers that's listening, I love y'all. Yes, I do. I love my brothers. I love my men in ministry, but y'all need me. OMG, y'all are needy. They a different breed, child. They a different breed. Oh, God. Oh, God. Especially, especially, yeah, yeah. They just different. It's different because, yeah, it's different. But I probably will launch a project for uh, the men only project, but that won't be till 2021. But uh, yeah, it was definitely asked because some of the husbands saw what their wives did in their last two projects, and they were like, "Yeah, we want to do this." I was like, "Oh my God!" But we shall see. Listen, sounds like you being pushed, girl. Look at you growing. I know, right? That's right. a good so, wait, thing. Wait, wait, let me just go ahead and put this out here. And this is when I okay. So I want anybody that's listening. I want you to be encouraged. And it doesn't take God long to do anything. God gave me this vision during the quote unquote this pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's been less than a year the Church Girl CEO has been open. It's been less than a year that we launched Deborah Franklin Publishing. We have had two book launches, and now we'll be now we're preparing for our next two or three in, coming up in 2021. So don't tell me what God won't do, because God will do it just when you least expect it. And don't let your circumstances hinder you 
from walking in your purpose. Because when God tells you to do something, if the vision not big enough and if the vision don't scare scare your socks off, then it ain't from God. Because know that God gonna give you something to push you. Because again, your gift will make it for you. you. And you got to write that vision and make it plain. And now start start reading the scripture, believing the scripture, and activating the scripture. Because a lot of times we just read, we don't do nothing about activating. Child, listen, let me tell you something about that Rebecca. That writing the vision, make it plain. I knew oh, so yeah. many people like, well, I'm going to write it down. Okay, faith that works is dead, though. Cause so you just going to write it down and then that's it? That's because, but that's because they're only reading two and two. They never move to three. They because never. Three says tell the herald so they can run with it. And run and with, share yep. it with the world. Because if you don't share with anybody and you don't run with it, then you just wrote You just wrote some words on the paper. That's it. Yep, that's it. That's why I tell people even when it comes to like vision boards, like that's a very pretty picture. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing with it? What's happening? What's the steps you're taking? You know. But the question is, are you being honest on your vision board? Mm. Don't sit up there and put something on there that don't even make sense. And you ain't <laughs> even heard that from God. Don't sit up and tell. Don't put on that vision board that you want a. Uh, <laughs> let me see. That you want a, a Tesla. Not saying God can't do it, but you ain't got a car. Yeah, you don't even have a license number first. Daddy is. That thing been that, your license has been revoked. You still got the payments that you still got to pay the DMV. Yeah, but you yeah. want that Tesla. Yeah. Not saying it ain't gonna get there. There's some steps that you got to take in order to get to that Tesla. And, and that's exactly where I'm going. You don't put this Tesla on this board. You don't even have a driver's license. You don't even know what a DMV is. But as soon as you put it on the board, you better start doing the work that it takes to get it. Because right. what's the purpose of getting it? And Lord God blessing you with something that you can't even use. Ooh. You just stepped on some people's toes. God can't bless you with it. I'm not saying that somebody won't say, hey, I'm giving a car away and they give you a Tesla. But heck, if you don't have a driver's license or even know what a DMV is, you basically got a glorified paperweight. <laughs> you can't do nothing with it. <laughs> glorified paperweight that took me out. You hear me? <laughs> a glorified paperweight. That came from the word, the mouth of Deborah A. Franklin. Okay, that was good. <laughs> that was good. So let's talk about these books you have. You have four books. I do. Cause you've been writing. You. I've been busy. You've been busy. And when? Okay. So okay. So y'all, let me tell y'all. When I tell you, God will put you on a trajectory that you're not even thinking about. <laughs> And you'll be like, oh. you look up and like, my Jesus, where all this come from? Mm-hmm. I was going through one of the darkest seasons of my life. I basically, I suffered, um, I'm, part of my story is that I had a miscarriage and I went through all of that by myself. I didn't know what was going on. I was drifting to, I had the miscarriage, I lost my job, um, I got accused of something that I did not do. It was just crazy. It was a crazy situation. And through all of that, that's when my developed my first book, and that's and I and I thank God for that dark that dark place because God used it to speak to me because it increased my prayer life and it increased because it got to the point where you know how they always say, well, you should have got to a psychiatrist, you should have went to counseling. Mm-hmm. I said I sought counseling. I set up the appointment, and the doctor never called me back. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm being so honest. I did what I did. I followed the man steps mm-hmm. but then it was almost to the point when I really thought about it God showed me that I had to learn to trust in him more 
I had to learn to trust God with everything that I did, my decisions that I made, the places that I went. And it was like I started getting motivated to do some other things. And that's what led me to write my first book, which is Adjective. And, you know, what is an adjective? An adjective is a word that describes a noun. And I am that noun. And that's how I came up with the book because then that's when I started to realize that I was operating in a place of non-success because I was living in that place of people telling me what I couldn't do. Like, you don't look like this. You, 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 you too fat. You too short. You too dark. You too light. Because you know, if you're from the south, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them that's in the middle. I'm too dark to be light. Too light to be dark. So what they, you know, I'm teasing, tame. That thought that thing was funny when somebody told me that. But you know, you when you go through that point of not feeling like you're fitting in, then that's what led me to write my first book, and that was adjectives. And then after adjectives, I started to do a lot of self-reflection. And that's when I did uh, 21 days and 21 minutes of prayer and meditation. And what that talks about is just being intentional about what you're doing. Because so many times we pray and we ask God for things and we don't realize that we're not being specific because your words have power. And maybe this is why God dropped this in my spirit this week. (laughs) No, today. Because I had to be reminded today that my words have power. Because I'm working on a project, and I said, and I, and it's like I'm in this, I'm in this group, and it's like we're supposed to sell X amount of dollars and do all this stuff. And then I was okay. Look here, Lord, I'm to the point now. Can I just sell something? Something sell something that I can be motivated. Girl, I got so tickled because then I thought about. It. I said, wait a minute, you prayed for this and you got it, but I didn't sell what I needed to sell. <laughs> I ended up, somebody called me to do a project that had absolutely nothing to do with what I do regularly. Mm -hmm. And it didn't produce the amount of uh, revenue that I was expecting. And God said, you didn't ask me for the revenue. You didn't ask me for what project. You said, let you sell something to feel motivated that you could make it. I said, okay, God, you just slapped me in the face with my whole book. So basically... Now, that's really what 21 days and 21 minutes deals with. It gives specific prayers. If you're if you're having infertility problems, if you're having marriage problems, if you're being if you're having problems with being sing, single, it goes through a whole different things. And what 21 minutes does is that it takes 21 days to build a habit, mm-hmm. and 21 minutes is uh, seven minutes in prayer, seven minutes reading the Bible, or uh, anything that's inspirational for you mm-hmm. and then seven minutes of being quiet and just sitting there and waiting because a lot of times we pray we pray we pray but we all talk about, we ain't get no answer but did you sit there and wait for one uh-uh, you got him said amen and kept it moving <laughs> just got on up got on up and okay, you ain't heard the lord say nothing so <laughs> that's what 21 days and 21 minutes is about and hashtag five <laughs> hashtag five is awesome because with my show I do a motivational moment and hashtag five deals with grace you have the grace to do this you have been called to this and so what it does it just goes through different motivational and inspirational moments that I had on the show and we put it in a book and so that's what this is about and then the prayer of j is in the marketplace y'all that, that, that book right there has been almost a thorn in my side and that's what I and and I thought about it and I said God couldn't and then I because I've been having problems releasing it 
And then I realized God made me hold up on releasing this book until I had real evidence. Ooh. Because it talks about, the prayer of Jabez talks about enlarging your territory. Uh-huh. And that is one of the prayers that I, when I did the training, I was praying that God enlarge my territory of my business. I want to be an international business. I want to be an international speaker. I want to be an international author. God expand the territory of what I'm working on. And I didn't have any evidence. Now I got the evidence. And now the book is like, now everything for the book has been, has been, been released. It's been the craziest thing because I thought, I said, God, what is going on? I'm like, I know how to write, I know how to edit, I know how to do this, I know how to do that. And it would not work. I sent in the, the proof of this book to be printed five times and every time they messed it up. Every time, Ooh. every time. I said, okay, I just stopped. I said, God, whatever you have to do with this book, that's what you're gonna do. And that's exactly what happened. So the prayer of Jabez in the marketplace talks about how to remove you out of the way and let God do it. And again, being specific of about what you want God to expand and then how not to cause pain to others. Because at the end of the scripture, it says, so he says, so that I may not cause pain. And because that's what his name means. You don't want to, and a lot of times you can't move forward because you have not healed completely from who caused you pain. So we go through an exercise even in the book of how to get rid of that pain and move on to the next level so you can expand your business successfully. Oh, girl. Lady. That, mm. That's all I got is, mm. Okay. If y'all could see me, I'm holding myself like that's good. How can people get these books? Um, they can go to my website, conversationsdebraframklin.com. Um, they can go on all of my social media. You can, if you, okay, so bottom line, if you DM me, you can get the <laughs> autograph copy. Or you can go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble and all the books are there as well. Just all of them are under my name. That, oh God, you done blessed my entire soul. You hear me? I don't think you heard me. Do you hear me? Uh, Hey man, hey man. Cause that—that's something. Cause I thought we were just gonna get up here and talk about. Okay, so media coach, what do you do with that? You know, okay, we, so need, we barely even we need to talk about media coach. <laughs> well, as a media coach, and a lot of y'all that are doing these podcasts and that are doing these—oh my god—doing these Facebook lives, Instagram lives, LinkedIn lives, y'all need to call me because your background is not the only thing that you need to make sure that you have. You need to make sure that you're speaking properly, that you're speaking clearly, that you know how to ask open-ended and closed-ended questions. And then know your purpose of doing your podcast. Mm -hmm. Know why you are on here. And, And most of all, guys, this is a tip for that. Don't let money be your motivator for this. Because when money is your motivator, it's not, it's gonna fail because everything, you're gonna be trying to put a dollar sign on everything and the main person that you need to speak to, the main person that can help catapult you to that next level is gonna be somebody that's not gonna buy in to that to that price tag that you're giving. Now, I'm not saying that you give away your stuff for free. That is not what I'm saying right. at all. But don't let because you're just starting out and people won't pay to be on your show. You got to put some shows under your belt before you think you can start making the money. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not even Tip Tuesday. It's not even Tip Tuesday. And that was a good tip right there. 
that's 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 a good one. Like you gave good tips because that's the thing. A lot of people want to be like, hey, so my stuff is this amount of money and you can't afford it. So oh well, bye. And that really must not be your purpose and your calling if that's how easy it was for you to turn somebody away who really needed it. Exactly. You know. Oh wow. Well, Deborah A. Franklin. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have you back up here again, honey. Cause listen, I know my listeners. You done blessed they soul the way you done blessed mine. Hey, Amen. I'm glad. That, I'm so glad the Lord used me. And and did and did and now you know we're gonna have a selection. Uh, <laughs> if I had somebody to sing, I'd be like, come on out and, and you know, bless the Lord, y'all. Because this right here, like somebody had to have some cake and some punch in the room. We need refreshments after listening to you, honey. That's what it is. The, you know, the pound cake and the red punch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, that vacation Bible school. The vacation Bible the VBS, you know. And listen, listen, listen. I don't care what denomination. It's something about that vacation Bible school punch, baby. It was red, and it, and it tastes like syrup, and you kept going back. And so did. Wonder why we was all hopped up. Because, true, that was delicious. I need me a cup now. That was it. That will top this off right now. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to hold you any longer. I so thank you again from the bottom of my heart that you took your time out of your busy day to come and speak to me and the listeners. So, hey, y'all. It's Yolanda Vet Speaks with another episode, and we'll be back again another day. All right, y'all. Bye.